Welcome back to episode 8 of the Charged Up Show. Today we have a super special guest. He is the most well-known sports broadcaster in the Waterloo region and beyond. He is an absolute hustler, and if you play a sport at all, he's probably been in your game or interviewed you. Please welcome the founder and CEO of 519 Sports Online, Darren Stevenson. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Quite an intro. Great to be here, guys. Looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. So Yeah, so one one of the things new things that we're doing is we tried it out once, twice. We're gonna give you a little speed round just so people get to know you. Maybe yeah, on just a personal level. Break the ice a little bit. <laughs> it's it'll, yeah, it'll get you get you loose a little bit. And you guys can take that away. I'll start it off. Uh you have to do it like the answer that comes to your head. So you got focus. two minutes. Okay. Two minutes. Speed round. Rapid fire. All right. Exactly. Three. Yeah, go whenever. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Uh, when you're on the road, what's your go-to fast food restaurant? Tim Hortons Coffee. LeBron or MJ? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Do you think, do you think pineapple on pizza is okay? Terrible. totally ruins the pizza yeah i agree (laughs) is cereal a soup (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) uh what kind of superpower would you want uh oh god to be fast to be speedy to be in all these places at the like we're in so many different places right so it'd be cool to be able to like zap from saint benedict over to jacob heckler (laughs) yeah Yeah. saves on gas too yeah, <laughs> money on gas. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Uh, Shawshank Redemption's pretty good. Oh, that's my favorite. Favorite actor or actress? Oh, that's the number one. That's ranked the number one movie of all time on IMDb. Yeah, I, I watched that this uh, this quarantine. I love it. Uh, I like Denzel Washington. I like okay. Mark Wahlberg. Um, Jamie Foxx is good. Okay. What's, who's your favorite NHL legends. player? Uh, Doug Gilmore. Doug Gilmore. Uh, favorite team that you've worked with in the past? Favorite local team? Yeah. 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 You guys know I can't pick favorites. <laughs> we need to try <laughs> to get it out. Yeah. I got to hop in for one. Crosby or McDavid? Did you want me to say St. Benedict football? Keith, yeah. Is that where you're going? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. that's where I was going. <laughs> Crosby, uh, Sydney Crosby. Crosby because of the golden goal. That's a great choice. Favorite sport to film? Hockey. Hockey. Football is yeah. a very close second. What I like about it is, is like things can happen just like that. It can happen so fast. Yeah. Right? Like in football, it, you can be on your own 30-yard line, and the next thing you know, like I'm panning the camera all the way down the field mm-hmm. because the kid's in the end zone. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And last question of the day, I'm guessing it's hockey, but what is your favorite sport? Your personal favorite? Like pers- personal favorite. Football. Football. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite team? I'm just curious. The New York Football Jets, J-E-T-S. Oh, okay, okay. Not the Giants. <laughs> no, nobody likes the Giants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Keith, diehard Niners fan, so <laughs> yeah. the Super Bowl was kind of tough for us this year. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, growing up, it was hockey because I was a big Toronto Maple Leafs fan. And sort of during those glory years in like 92, 93, which obviously you guys wouldn't remember, but it was a huge deal. And the Leafs were going to conference finals, almost got to the Stanley Cup. Uh, And Doug Gilmore 
it was the captain of the Leafs and he was just, he was that guy. Right. And he was fun to watch. And yeah. he was my, my favorite player growing up, you know, right now I, I don't get an opportunity to watch a lot of sort of national sports just because I'm so busy kind of running all over the region and stuff. But um, trust me, there's nothing better than sitting down at one o'clock on Sunday and watching the NFL. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. So uh, we'll hop in right to the start. Uh, what, what got you into sports broadcasting locally and like, did you go to school for it? And then what was your first couple jobs, right? Can you run us through your story? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I started out uh, at CTV Kitchener uh, part-time in the spring of 2003. It was sort of my dream job. And I was working in Toronto and had the opportunity. I'd never been on air before, uh, especially at a station like CTV and got the opportunity to do some part-time work with them in the spring of 2003 and then got really blessed in 2005 when I got that job uh, full-time anchor sports reporter at CTV Kitchener full-time. Uh, I was living in Toronto at the time so ultimately ended up moving home uh, to be on TV where I grew up and yeah. dreams do come true right uh, you know you, you always kind of thought that was one of the goals um, and you never know where it leads to like I put in a lot of time in Toronto working at, you know, different places. I worked at the Fan 590, which is now Sportsnet Fan 590. Um, I worked at TSN for four years or so behind the scenes, uh, writing scripts for SportsCenter, for Darren Detition and James Duffy and people like that. Uh, great, great, amazing experience. And it was sort of the, the building blocks um, in terms of learning what TV was about, how to write, how to do highlight packages, how to take that, uh, two-hour game and turn it into something that's sort of bite-sized, whether it be two, three minutes. I sort of learned how to do that at TSN in Toronto. Um, so when I came here, you know, you don't know what to expect. You're walking into a new job. Um, you know, Randy Steinman and I, my boss, the sports director at CTV, mm -hmm. uh, we sort of just tried to build this local sports brand. There was, you know, a lot of other stations, you know, TSN, Sportsnet, you know, the score was still there at that point. They were doing 24-7 sports. They were doing the Raptors and the Argos and the Leafs and the Blue Jays and everything in between. And we kind of sat there and said to ourselves, let's try to do something unique. Let's try to build a local sports brand. So that's when we sort of pivoted and started doing Laurier Golden Hawks football and high school football and, you know, junior hockey, Elmira Sugar Kings, Air Centennial, Stratford Warriors, Kitchener Dutchman, you name it. Um, it was an amazing 12 years and I wouldn't trade it for anything. The people that I met at CTV um, ultimately and the experiences I got allowed me to be able to do what I'm doing now, which is my own business called 519 Sports Online, like you guys mentioned. But, you know, without those different experiences at TSN, the fan radio, um, you know, at, at CTV Kitchener, there, there's no way I can do this. And I think I just fell in love with what we did. And I just think that we can make a difference to, you know, youth athletics, to um, minor sports and sort of put a spotlight on it and give kids like, you know, attention that they, they deserve. They, they work hard and they're not paid athletes. And that was sort of the goal that Randy and I had at CTV at the time. And, and it just sort of I don't know, it just kind of parlayed into 519 Sports and kind of continuing that mindset of, of making a difference. And that's really what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah that's great. That's amazing. I know we'll yeah, probably actually... get into a little bit later, but um, 
I've, there's so many experiences that we've seen through your company showing the impact that the 519 Sports Online brand has on local athletes, especially like bringing them to the next level. Like, I mean, as a little an example, we had a podcast yesterday with Sean General who just signed with uh, Niagara University. And he said it was really truly because of the clips you made that gave him the opportunity for them to see him and grow as a player. So like there's huge thanks to you and which little round of applause there, but that's amazing work. Yeah. And yeah, I truly believe everything happens for a reason, right? And sorry to cut you off there, but it's great to like see how like the journey went through and then finally end up making your own business, trademarking it. Um huge, like huge impact on obviously like the Waterloo, Cambridge region, all the different high schools and universities you go to. It's just great to see. Sean General is such a quality guy too. And I got to know him when he was the captain of the Brantford Bandits Junior B team. That kid scored a huge goal at the beginning of the season at the showcase in overtime. Um, and that's what we're there to do. We're there to highlight the accomplishments of athletes and, you know, to hear stories like that where, he had a better opportunity in life because of a clip that we got at 519 Sports Online. Um, I can't tell you how gratifying that is to know that um, we had an impact and that Sean will continue to play hockey. Uh, he'll continue or he'll go and get his education. That's amazing. And I couldn't be happier for Sean General. Quality guy. Ended up playing with the Paris Mounties a little bit at the end of last season. And that's sort of what it's about. It's about us providing an opportunity and a platform. And that's what I call it. I call it a platform, positive platform. And what it's about is helping and giving opportunities and spotlight to guys like Sean General um, to be able to say, hey, you know, look at where Sean General ended up. And that's not, you know, the only example. And this isn't me tooting my own horn, I promise. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because that's not that's not who I am and that's not what I'm about. But I've had a number of coaches um, or scouts or recruiters, and I know this just because it's been told to me that they watch the 519 videos and there's one specific example that I can think of of a local girl in Waterloo region who plays soccer. And we went to a high school game of hers one afternoon. And, you know, it's a two hour soccer game and you go and you get your goals and you get your interviews. And I edited it. Well, somehow, and, and I don't know how, but a recruiter in the United States saw that video. And as a result of that, um, she ended up getting a scholarship. And that's not all about 519. She had the marks. She's a bright girl. She's well-spoken. She deserved that opportunity. But that little video clip that we put together and put on YouTube ultimately had a huge impact on her too. So I just think it's that's sort of the best part of this whole thing is that guys like Sean General, who deserve an opportunity, he's a good hockey player. He's a good guy. Um, you know, he's, a, he's in a better position. And, and you know what? When I, when I take a step back and think about how busy we are and all the different things that we do between scheduling and videos and advertising and talking to sponsors and all the rest of it, when I hear stories like that, that's sort of what drives me. And that's what really ultimately um, makes me go, let's keep pushing and let's build this platform into the biggest thing possible, you know, not only for hockey, but for soccer and football and baseball yeah. and, and you name it, right? Yeah, it's a truly yeah, an amazing yeah. thing that you're doing. And that's why I think 
it will continue your whole brand will continue to skyrocket just because it's such a unique and unique organization that's doing such amazing things and i really hope it continues to do well like that because it's doing wonders for the community COVID isn't the best right now if you're asking yeah. that question oh yeah <laughs> but, but we did have a blockbuster trade with matt mueller <laughs> that was big 519 sports online news uh yeah so we talked about why you like doing it and stuff like that but i i first met you right i think it was right before the transition and I, you probably don't remember it from that day but you came into victus to teach us how to take interviews and I think that was right at the start of 519. Uh, do you want to take us through, like, how did that come to you? Like, obviously, like, you said that was your dream job. Like, that would definitely be really tough, but then you turned it into such a positive with 519. I think the situation at CTV, and I'll, and I'll give you a little bit of insight, things changed at the end of March in 2017. I had been there for 12 years. Like I said, it was my dream job. It was the job that I sort of worked all the long hours and did all the driving in Toronto and traffic and all the rest of it. And it was sort of this pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And I loved what I did. Um, but sometimes life throws you a curveball, And that's what happened at the end of March in 2017. Uh, I ultimately got laid off from my job because of restructuring. Um, you know what? Things happen in life. And it's sort of, I think, how you deal with them. Uh, whether it be sports or in life, adversity is going to come along. And it just happened to come along for me in March 2017, um, you know, I took some time away and sort of thought about where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. Uh, I applied that summer for a whole pile of different jobs in completely different industries, public relations, communications, um, social media jobs, things like that. And ultimately, I wasn't able to land a job and wasn't really successful with it. And 519 Sports was born in the middle of October of 2017. And when you start something like this, you have no idea, right? You, you hope, but you, you know, it, it's yours now. And it, it was my name on it and you know, the 519 Sports Online brand. And you hope to be able to generate some sponsorships through different companies. Um, you know, Depth has been there. Depth Training and Physiotherapy in Waterloo has been there almost since the beginning. Uh, the Cambridge Lions football organization Waterloo Region Predators, there's been a whole bunch of people who um, believed in me. And I think that's the kind of the most humbling thing in all of it is that they invested in me and said, Darren, we really think that you've got, um, you know, a neat product, if that's the way you want to put it here. And, you know, let's see where it goes to. And at the beginning, yeah, like the views, the views weren't massive. You know, you just hope to kind of, you know, build it over a period of time. Um, and we did other things too. And that's, you know, you touch on that there a little bit, Matt, you know, we, we did the social media training and I've done that a bunch. I did some public speaking, just telling my story and just talking about the power of positivity, because I think that's something that's really important as, you know, especially right now in mm -hmm. the way things are. But I think overall in life, I think you just have to have, you know, the power of positivity. You know, I spoke at Resurrection High School about it. You know, I went into Victus. Academy at, at Sports World in Kitchener. They've been wonderful with Chuck Williams, the principal, and Matt Schmidt, who's the president of Victus. And I utilized the knowledge that I had from all the years at, you know, TSN and CTV and all the rest of it to sort of formulate um, different, 
seminars, I guess is the right word, in order to try to say to Matt Mueller and other guys at Victus, hey, I know talking to a camera or a microphone can be intimidating. I get it. But here's some ways to be able to sort of cope with that anxiety. And those are some of the different things that we've done. Uh, so yeah, one side of the platform is absolutely videos and highlights and, and all that stuff. But there's another side of it too, where we, we do interview seminars, uh, social media seminars, just so that people are smart. I think recruiters <laughs> and coaches and scouts look at social media these days to check out what they, you know, what the kid's posting or what the individual's posting. And I think it's important that social media be clean. And that's sort of the message that I try to convey. convey. So there's a whole bunch of different layers to it. Uh, one thing that I think is just really exceptional that we've been able to put together is something called the Wix Student Assistance Fund. And it was an idea generated by the president of Wix Athletics. And it's an opportunity for those um, that might be a little bit less fortunate to be able to get a little bit of uh, money to be able to help them play high school sports. And that's, that's something that I think could have a huge impact. And it's little things like that. It's the community outreach element of it. It's sort of helping young athletes be prepared, you know, not only physically, but you get to the next level and there's going to be a lot of media, whether that be the OHL, the CFL, doesn't matter where it is. So yeah, it's sure it's a highlight platform. And I know that's what most people like to see, However, I think there's so much more to it. And, and those are the things that I'm, I'm kind of proud of. And, you know, we're, we're a little, you know, two and a half years in now. Um, I can't wait to see where this thing goes because I don't have an answer for you. Yeah. But you know what? It, it's cool that, you know, the, the pot of gold at the other end of this rainbow might be the greatest thing that's ever happened for our community, you know, and beyond. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you have a lot of things on your plate. How how did you like manage it all at the start, right? Like just being one man trying to grow, grow your pro, like grow your product. And did you have any help along the way, or was it just mainly you just trying to find something new to dig in to make this work? It was mostly me, um, you know, going around doing a few videos here and there. There wasn't anywhere near the bulk of content that you see now because I think at the beginning, you know, you're so busy trying to you know generate some some sponsorship and some advertising that you have to find the right balance mm -hmm. between generating the content and, and growing the audience right the eyeballs on the product but you've also got to find time to be able to you know quote sell it if that's the right way to put it um but you know you're, you you know i reached out to some people that i knew um you know just for some advice on you know what to do and, and here's the thing and, and i've believed this for a long time i think if you work hard and you put yourself in good positions i think success will follow and when i launched it in october of 2017 this wasn't a you know i'm going to do this for one month and give up on it this is i'm going to try my hardest with you know the knowledge that i have from all the years of working in local sports and working in the media. And I'm going to utilize all of that to the best of my ability to try and create something. Uh, are there bad days? Of course there are. Are there incredible days? Absolutely. Um, but you know what? Find the middle ground or find a happy balance between those good days and bad days. And I think, you know, I think you're going to be a pretty happy person. Look, this sounds cliche, but 
if you love what you do, you're not working a day in your life, right? And yeah, I think that's a know, very important thing for everyone to know too. Yeah, like, and don't get me wrong, there are bad days, man, where, you know, stuff goes sideways and you're like, oh my God, why am I doing this? And, um, but the reality is that's any job, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't matter what industry you work in or, or what team you play for. There's going to be wins and losses and there's going to be good days and bad days. So, you know, you try to find a balance and, um, you know, I, I really started to see it take off a little bit. Uh, in the middle of 2018 or so, where you started to see the views go up and you started to see the engagement go up. And it's funny now that people don't, uh, how do I put it? Like people don't associate Darren with CTV anymore. They associate Darren yeah. with 519 Sports. Yeah, exactly. And to me, that's sort of a compliment as well, because... You know, and there's, you know, I have, I have no problem being CTV Darren. I was CTV Darren for 12 years, but, you know, I'm also trying to build a brand and I'm trying to build a business. So, you know, when, when somebody runs by me and says, hey, there's the 519 guy, I'm like, cool, man. Sounds good. As long as you know what 519 is, I'm good. <laughs> what would you say a typical day on the job looks like? It can be really anything. And that's sort of the neat thing, too, that when I wake up every day, you, not, you never know what's you know, going to be in your text or your email or different messages you get on Instagram, Twitter, Messenger, any of that stuff. It's all planned out in advance in terms of which games we're covering in any given day. So I know on Friday night, that's a typical home night for the Stratford Warriors, the Tavistock Braves, the Cambridge Rivulets. Generally during the fall, there's high school football. It starts at two or three o'clock in the afternoon, whether that be Wixa, District 8, District 10. So that's sort of what the day is based around from the perspective of, because you can't change the game times. The games are when the games are. So in those, in those other hours, it's about just talking to different people, replying to emails, um, you know, just doing scheduling. There was 22 games that, we were planning to cover the weekend that everything got postponed. So everything changed with COVID on Thursday, March 12th, I believe it was. And within the span of three hours, everything was gone. Alliance, OHF, uh, GOJHL, PJHL, anything you can think of. Any game yeah. was, had been postponed, suspended, canceled, whatever. So we had 22 games scheduled to cover that Friday and Saturday, big games. Kitchener was playing Cambridge in the Junior B second round. Uh, Tavistock and Wellesley were in the Doherty Division Championship Series. That game three never happened on that Friday night. So that just gives you an idea of that just that one weekend where we're doing 22 games and we're producing 22 videos that all go out on YouTube and through the 519 social media channels. So that's what it's built around when you think about an average day and then, you know, a lot of the rest of it is just trying to stay on top of things. Ideally in an ideal world, this grows into, like I've said before, you know, a huge platform where we've got different people sort of managing different responsibilities in order to, you know, ease the workload on, you know, either a, any of my camera guys or B myself. 
but at this point it's still growing and it's still building and it's still trying to become the leader in local sports coverage from a written perspective, video perspective, uh, you know, picture galleries, things like that. So, but I'm okay with it. You know what, again, like I said before, I'm willing to put in the time when I decided to start this in the middle of October of 2017, I knew in my heart that I was dedicated to it and that I was really gonna you know, push as hard as I can to make it the platform that I want it to be. Um, I never would have imagined that we would have 11,300 and something followers on Instagram, um, yeah, yeah. but we do and that's incredible. And that number ideally and hopefully is, is only going to grow. And, you know, obviously high school sports and junior hockey and, and football and baseball, there's so many different things that we can cover. And for the most part, there isn't really video coverage specifically of anything in the area. So, you know, we're really lucky that way as well. You know, you, you do see some, some other media outlets in the region that absolutely do video. Um, but I've been lucky enough that sort of the audience that we've got turns to us when they think about sports highlights. And uh, again, just really blessed and really grateful to anybody who follows the platform and, you know, gives us an opportunity to show them what it's about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've I got a couple of questions that kind of segue into each other, but it all starts with, we obviously don't, don't need to go into detail and stuff like that, but from an outsider's perspective, is where where's your income coming from? Is that all from sponsorships? And you said all that scheduling, right? Every game you go to sponsored. So is that your main income source for 519 and you as like yourself? There's a couple of different avenues where we're able to generate revenue. Um, you know, for example, you played for the Paris Mounties last year, Matt, and we had a sponsor for the entire Doherty division which covered Wellesley and New Hamburg and Burford and Paris and Air and all the different teams in that division, Legends, Taphouse and Grill. Uh, shout out to Todd Wood with the Paris Mounties for, you know, supporting 519 and being an amazing human being. So that's, that's one avenue mm -hmm. where we get um, basically team sponsorship. And ultimately what it is, it's advertising. It's advertising for Legends, Taphouse and Grill because anytime you watch a Paris Mounties highlight or an Air Centennials highlight, New Hamburg Firebirds, whoever it is in the Doherty division, uh, it's brought to you by, by legends. And for example, it's the same thing with the Kitchener Dutchman and the Waterloo Siskins. And, you know, shout out to BFD Rona here in Kitchener because they've been amazing supporters for a couple of years. And every time we produce a Dutchman or Siskins highlight pack, uh, they're the ones that are providing the sponsorship for it and they're getting advertising i i think it's a win-win for everybody mm -hmm. um you know it's it's worked out it's worked out exceptionally well and and the more different team sponsors that that we can have um you know how many teams are there think about that oh yeah, yeah. like Tons. think about think about the high school teams alone okay at there's uh let me count i want to say there's 14 public schools of Waterloo Region and seven Catholic schools. I could be wrong. I think it's around 23, a little over 20. Anyway, you know, I don't want to put an exact number on it. They all have boys and girls basketball, boys football, track and field, soccer, 
right? That's just high school. Before you start talking about all the teams in the Greater Ontario Junior Hockey League, in the PJHL, we have three local universities. We have Laurier, Waterloo, Guelph. All have basketball teams, all have hockey teams, all have football teams. So when I look at it from that perspective, it's sort of infinity when it comes to the number of teams that we can cover. And the goal is to just work hard and give everybody a little bit and give everybody mm -hmm. a little bit of attention, right? And I think that that's sort of what's what made it successful as well, um, you know, or successful up to this point, because we've been able to kind of spread the web. It's not just one specific team that we cover. It's we're trying to do, I don't know, let's say 30 teams and, you know, do a video a week on each of the 30 teams and, you know, hope to generate engagement and views from that. And, you know, the parents enjoy it. The grandparents enjoy it. Uh, and the neat thing is, too, is that not everybody lives in Waterloo Region. If you have a grandparent that's living in Calgary or Thunder Bay or anywhere, all you got to do is copy and paste a YouTube link, put it in an email, and those grandparents can watch that video and see their grandkid. That's cool. Yeah. Right? Simple as that. Yeah, it's such a great thing for sure. <laughs> I think that segues really nicely into this point here is that do you find – like just how you mentioned of all these crazy teams everywhere. Now there's so many places and uh, teams that you need to record. Do you find that one of your biggest challenges is managing your time to fit everyone in? Everybody plays at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like that, that would be a huge challenge to figure out and decide who are you going to pick over someone else to do. The goal that I've set when you look at different leagues and sports is I try to do and make sure that we do everybody once because when you get to the playoffs and the semifinals and the championship and all the rest of it, the teams that are quote good or, you know, that are winning are going to get the attention at the end of the season anyways, because they're going to be in the biggest games. So when I, when I sit down and I look at, let's say the high school football, for example, regular season i say to myself okay you know and you're right there's three games friday at three o'clock where yeah. do you go <laughs> that's you're absolutely right keith that's a huge challenge um but i look at it and say okay last week we did wci let's say waterloo collegiate so we haven't gone to cameron heights yet we just you know scheduling and camera guys and myself and whatever we haven't got there yet Let's go there so that at the end of the season, at the end of the regular season, ideally, we have at least one or two games of every Wixa, District 8, and District 10 in Guelph football team. So that's just one example, yeah. right? Yeah. And the, the season's so short. You know, you, you get into a, a junior hockey season, you know, you're talking about 45 to 50 games, right? Yeah. So everybody's going to get attention mm -hmm. at some point in the season because there's just such a magnitude and multitude of games. But you get into these short seasons and you snap your fingers and it's gone. For example, Cambridge Lions, four home games. That's it. They yeah. play four home weekend games in the summer in OPFL. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do you, how do you fit that in? Um, but the reality of it is, is that as 519 grew a little bit, I was able, because I, I know camera guys, from just yeah, working doing at what you TV. do, yeah. 
Yeah, right. So I, you know, I knew them from working at the TV station. And, you know, I had a couple of people email me with, you know, hey, I'd be interested in getting involved in 519. You know, and, you know, you'd have a chat with them and kind of see what they're about and, you know, see what their skill set is. So it's been good that way that when there are three games or four games on a Friday night, there's been nights where I've come home from wherever I am and get home at quarter to 10, 10 o'clock, whatever time. And I've got five videos to edit. And there's another game that I've got to be at Saturday by one o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's very- a hustle. <laughs> but you know what? But here's the thing too. You guys know this. Everybody's waiting for their video. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The minute they see the 519 camera there, oh, I want to see our highlights. I want to see what happened. So <laughs> so I kind of feel that too. Where I'm like, I want to get these videos pumped out because obviously they're going to get good views, but I also want to make sure that the product that I'm putting out there is professional, is clean, is edited well, sounds good, looks good. Because I think the minute that, and this is with anything, with a product, anytime the product kind of decreases or goes doesn't look as good as I think it could, and I've got an eye for it because I've worked in television for 20 years, um, you know, that doesn't look good either. So there's the balance between rushing to get it out, but making sure that it looks good so that, you know, you kind of keep the quality of your product and the standard just where you want it to be. Now, sure. what does your team look like right now? So I'm sure with all these things you have to do, you – you can't possibly do everything by yourself. It would be way too much work. But are you – so, yeah, what does your team look like right now, and are you planning on growing it eventually as things continue to increase? We were tired in the middle of March, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the busiest, busiest, busiest time of year. Uh, you know, you get in deep into February and, uh, you know, Kawasa championships. And actually, Offset was coming up. Right. Offset was coming up and a lot of those, unfortunately, a lot of those high school teams didn't get that experience of that opportunity. Um, yeah. The reality of it was, is that we were running and we were running hard, but you know, there, there's downtime also at other points of the, of the year too. Yeah. And knowing the local sports cycle, if that's the right way to put it. And I know this from the, the years at the TV station, March and April are hectic. Um, September to November are hectic. But, you know, there's different pockets of time in the summer where you can find a couple of days. The best thing that I can say about my camera guys, and and I can't express this enough, is their work ethic and how much I appreciate the time and the energy that they put into, you know, not only me, but the 519 platform. Um, But they're, they're guys like me. And they're passionate about what they do we have fun and we enjoy going to the games and we enjoy doing the interviews and we laugh about different things um it's been a really good dynamic with the camera guys that i've got and i can't thank them enough because you're right i can't do it myself and i don't want to do it myself because of because the reality is is i want to make it wide darren can only physically be in one place at one time right Mm -hmm. yeah if i'm in paris nobody's in air if i'm in air (laughs) nobody's in tavistock so that's sort of been amazing in the sense of being able to kind of snowball it out a bit balloon it out a bit the fact that i've been able to generate 
the advertising and the team sponsorship, like I talked about, that allows me to bring in some guys and, you know, be able to help them out as well. Um, yeah. You know, and they produce quality work. They, and, and it's, you know, it's, you're covering a hockey game. You're covering <laughs> a football game, right? Mm. Like, <laughs> there's a lot worse things. And I think that's sort of the thing that, that all the, me and all the guys look at, that we're having fun doing it. And the nice thing yeah, is because it's positive, we're not getting into a coach yelling or we're not getting into a significant injury or anything like that. The whole focus, the whole idea is a positive promotional platform for advertisers, for teams, for athletes, whatever it is. And that makes it a little bit more enjoyable too, because when you show up, nobody's really worried that you're going to put something out there that's inappropriate. Right. right? Yeah. 100%. For sure. Yeah. And, and honestly, and I, I know, you know, I know where the line is. I've worked in television news and reporting and anchoring in media forever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that's something that I take great pride into that. The fact is, is again, we talked about it at the beginning that we're having a positive impact and doing something good and people aren't, Oh no, Darren's here or, Oh no, five one nine here. They're like, yeah, man, we're going to see that really wicked goal on five one nine later tonight. Yeah. No, that's a, it's an amazing thing. What are some of the coolest experiences you've had filming around? Oh, uh, being part of those championship games. Um, the first thing that comes to mind right away is Jacob Hespler football. Finally oh, yeah. getting that offset title that that group of guys had fought so hard for for so many years and came up short two years in a row at the Offsa Bowl. And the game that they won at Offsa uh, was in Ottawa. And I thought to myself, I thought, am I going to Ottawa, right? Am I getting in my car? Am I driving to Ottawa to cover the Jacob Hesper Hawks? And obviously I wanted to, and I thought, you know, I thought about it and I said, no, Daring, you know what? This is what you do. This is the right decision. And I want to make sure that I'm there if they win. And when it comes to OFSA, you never know because you don't know anything about the other team usually. You don't have any game film. So it's impossible to know what the other team looks like. And I drove to Ottawa. I stayed with my best friend who lives in Ottawa. Um, you know, he's been up there for a long time. So that was kind of cool too that I got to see a buddy and you know, we went out after the game that day and had some food and stuff. Um, reunion. Yeah, reunion. Yeah, reunion. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, um, it was so cool when Xavier Pineda dumped the water over Greg White's head on the sidelines, you know, the old Gatorade shower. Yeah. <laughs> and to be five feet away from that and see the pure joy on Greg's face, who's the head coach, and to see the joy on Elijah Crookshank's face, um, Joel Watson, Xavier Pineda, you know, I can go on and on with Jacob Esper football guys. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, and that's sort of bigger than, than sports, right? They had the entire Hespler community behind them going for that championship. And, you know, they, they ended up winning it. Uh, you know, that stands out. The Waterloo Siskins, and, and I'm just referring to 519 sports things right now. You know, if you want to go back to to you know kitchener rangers championship runs in 2008 uh, you know, i'll yeah. happily talk about that but um you know the waterloo siskins last year a, yeah. a good group of guys that just came together at the right time 
They end up winning a Cherry Cup. Uh, they end up winning a Sutherland Cup on an overtime goal in Game 7 on the road. And same thing, I decided to go to London that night to cover Game 7 between the Siskins and the London Nationals. And it's Game 7. Who knows what's going to happen, right? Anything. Yeah. And, you know, all of a sudden, Waterloo is down 2-1 early in the third period. And I'm thinking, this might not go their way tonight. Well, what does Waterloo do? They find an equalizer with two and a half minutes to go on the power play. The next thing I know, the puck's in the net in overtime. And Alec Tiley, who scored the goal, is jumping on Matanuska. And the Siskins had won. And it was just – and that's sports, right? Yeah. That's the that's the excitement. And, and there I am covering it, doing interviews, and showing – that's the best part is the raw emotion of sport. And me, whether it be at CTV or 519, me having the ability to show that to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, and, and one of the best goals, when Matt and I were talking last week, Matt and I did an interview for 519, and we were just talking about different plays and different things that Matt had over the course of the season with the Mounties last year. And I went back and I looked up the play where Matt passed it to Sean General, who we talked about earlier, and his celly is wicked good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We talked about the celly in our podcast with him last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give give, give good. me a good celly. There's nothing better but than he's a good one of the most emotional guys when he scores. Like you said, like it's so cool that you can capture that and yeah. like you can capture like we can like me and we had a good talk last night about our series with Woodstock and how crazy and how tight that was and two minutes left in Game Seven and like you can remember those like we can look back at the games and although we lost, it's so cool to remember and show it to our families, right? For the guys mm-hmm. like interview like i had cousins and stuff that don't live near here texting me and being like wow like congratulations good job where that would never happen otherwise and i think too that's the part that i like the like i said the raw emotion of it right that was mm-hmm. a great series that you guys had with woodstock yeah. it, was, it was you know it was back and forth they won in your barn you won in their barn um you know whatever they found one with two minutes to go in game seven you know good good for them right that's hockey yeah um you know you you, you win some you lose some um, you know, I, I can even think back to the Tavistock Wellesley Championship Series in t- the beginning of 2019. Uh, Tavistock and Wellesley were playing in their second straight Doherty final. So um, last year, I guess 2019, Game One went to triple overtime, triple, wow. right? That's and crazy. there I am, like literally, I'm charging batteries at the rink. <laughs> Jeez. Well, but I'm worried that I'm going to run out of battery power. So now I've taped this game for four hours, and I'm going, oh, no. That right? would suck. Trust <laughs> me. It's not a Duracell that you put in those cameras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So am I going to run out of tape? Am I going to run out of batteries? All those things. But it was it was good because it was a lesson learned for me that take every battery you've got to every playoff game or, or even the Laurier-Waterloo um, University Battle of Waterloo football game last year. Oh, yeah. That was it, crazy. It was wild. Like, it was, like, one of the craziest football games that you'll ever see. So, that's just off the top of my head, right? Those For are sure. just things that, you know, that come back right away that I say, wow. Um, there was a Waterloo Region Predators, Brantford Bisons, um, semifinal game at Warrior Field uh, on a Saturday night in the summer. It was – 
that's wicked. That's so good. Yeah. An elimination yeah. game, it's 20 degrees on a summer night at Warrior Field, and you're taping a football game. Yeah. Life's good, man. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I think you definitely put it perfect that the emotion goes beyond sports. It, it really does there. Oh, yeah. The raw moment, too. And actually, just because I'm a tech guy, I'm just curious, like, what kind of, what kind of, like, equipment do you usually run with or what's, like, your go-to when you uh, cover the, the sports games? When I first started, you'll find this funny. I was using my iPhone. I was using, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was wow. using my iPhone wow. 7, 7 Plus. Um, you know, and, and the video quality was, was great, right? It's all HD. Oh, yeah. It's fine. For uh, sure. I decided to, a couple of months later, uh, invest in a, let me look over here, Sony Sony camera is what yeah. I got. <laughs> I got a Sony camera. Uh, <laughs> no, because I wanted to to have something sort of that resembled, um, you know, what I used at the TV station as well, right? So I ended up I ended up buying that camera, and you know, I I used my Mac computer to do most of the editing. Um, it's this has been kind of neat from the perspective of, and I'm talking about the COVID thing that you always have to pivot and you always have to adapt to new circumstances, whatever they may be. And all of a sudden I wasn't able to go out and do interviews or cover games or whatever. So Zoom has been a savior for me, allowing me to still be able to produce some content, but I needed to learn how to use Zoom and I needed to learn how to edit the interviews properly and make sure that it, again, looked like the standard as best I can that I wanted it to, to look like. So, you know, you never know, right? Like, and things are always going to change from the person. There's always going to be a new social media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've got to be from a, from a business point of view, I've got to be where the audience is. If I'm not on Instagram as 519 sports, am I irrelevant? Maybe. Right. So yeah, it's a toss up. Right. So now I'm saying, okay, should I look at TikTok? Yeah. However, now I'm adding in another social media. We've got Twitter, we got Facebook, we got YouTube, we got the website, we've got Instagram. Now we're throwing in TikTok, right? But if there's an audience there where I can get eyeballs on 519 and the partners slash sponsors and their product be able to see be seen, again, win-win for everybody. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. And that's the thing, I guess, uh, that's another challenge is you have to always be on your toes. You always have to be able to uh, be ready for the next new thing, right? Yeah. Again, that's the best part too, right? You, any game you go to, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that's, that I think is part partly why it makes it your job so unique and awesome and special is because it's, you're always also on your toes thinking like, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's the storytelling, and I think that's something I learned really early on in the media. And this goes back to when I was at Humber College in Toronto. I took postgrad journalism at Humber College in Toronto. And the okay. first thing one of my profs said to me was, you need to be a storyteller, and you need to be able to write. And, you know, I was a young guy, and I was like, okay, sure, I want to be a storyteller. Yeah. Um, but it's so true. It is so true that, you, you know, you look at a game – and I look at games now and I can see when the turning point is, you know, like that, what it is. And sometimes it doesn't come until two minutes left in the third period, or sometimes it happens in the first quarter when it's a pick six going the other way. 
Yeah. Right. You have to be able to identify what those key moments are in the course of a game, because that's what everybody's going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. If I don't show the game winning pick six and say, well, you know, whoever goes on to win 35, 31, everybody goes, well, why wasn't the game winning pick six there? So you've got to be really smart about, um, you know, making sure you've got the right plays. One of the best things to about 519 is there's no time limit. And what I mean by that is that sometimes I go to a game and it's 2-1. So obviously the highlights are a little bit shorter yeah. because they're just the magnitude of stuff that happened in the game. So the highlights are two minutes, let's right. say. Or you go to a game and it's, I don't know, 40-37 and you're like, holy bananas, right? And then the video is eight minutes long. And what's neat is there's no restriction other than my time, right? But I'm sitting there yeah. editing away anyways and writing and voicing and producing all these different highlight packages. Uh, like, it's funny when some of my camera guys message me and I won't know what's going on in their game because I'll be sort of consumed in my game. Mm-hmm. So I'll be, I'll be in Stratford and the Dutchies in Stratford will be tied 2-2 in the second period. I'll be like, okay, you know, got four goals, got a save or two. And then my camera guy will message me from somewhere else and I'll say, oh, hey, uh, you know, what's the score in your game? And he'll say it's 7-7 in a hockey game. <laughs> like, oh, man, that's going to take some editing tonight. <laughs> right? A lot of behind-the-scenes yeah, think- work. I think yeah. just wrapping it up now, I think we've had enough of your time over an hour now, and I think we can all say how great it is. It's I think this is a great um, behind-the-scenes look at 509 for everyone that listens to it and it's, sure. uh, it's so great what you do and talking about that. It's so great. Uh, all the opportunities you create and all the uh, exploitation uh, local athletes get just because of what you do. And we hope it continues to grow and you've done a great job growing it so far. But thank you so much for coming on. Like, yeah, I really great. appreciate it. Do you have any, do you have any last uh, comments or something you want any, the viewers to know? No, just thanks for having me on. And, you know, thanks for uh, for supporting me for supporting 519 Sports Online. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at 519 Sports Online. The website is 519sportsonline.ca. And make sure you subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash 519 Sports Online. Um, I'm really grateful and I'm really blessed for all the opportunities that I've got up to this point. I'm excited to see what the future holds. Obviously things are a little bit different now um, because of the situation we're in with the world. Um, but my goal, my focus, my intent is to come back strong, to come back doing what we were doing whenever that is. Nobody has an answer on a time frame as to when local sports is going to come back. But I promise you that I'm working hard every day, talking to different people, uh, trying to produce some videos to make sure that 519 Sports Online is, uh, is here on the other side of it. And that's the focus and that's the goal for now. And um, thanks, boys. Honestly, okay. Matt. Keith, Nate, awesome. Uh, good job and uh, appreciate, appreciate the time. Yeah, thanks no, so thank much. Thank you.